Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Our next guest is a freelance writer and photographer. And who is she? Lisa Myers McClintock. Now, the holiday shopping season is about to hit its peak. Oh, man. (laughs) Every time that happens, I have to take a deep breath. And if you haven't started yet and are starting to dread the crowds at the big box stores, why not head to one of the historic downtown districts in your area? Lisa Myers McClintock recently wrote about some of the hot spots in an article for Explore Minnesota. Now, the freelance writer and photographer joins us now on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline to highlight some of these destinations. Welcome, Lisa. How are you? I'm doing just fine, thanks, but I'm I'm laughing because I feel the same way. I've hit a few stores lately, and I want to hyperventilate and leave right away. No, it's so true, right? That's why so many people are online, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just there's something about it's like too much, and it's too in your face, and if I could find a small town or a downtown, it's just a totally different pace and a different experience, so... The thing I like about small towns when it comes to the holidays is that you find really unique gifts, gifts that don't cost a ton of money. It's just something that makes you smile. You look at it and go, oh, I want that, right? Um, You don't see that everywhere. But these small areas where you can go, it's really quite remarkable how they touch your heart. It's very tender um, when you get a chance to see these new ideas that they have for Christmas ornaments and so much more. Yep, and when they're locally made too, or the owner is involved in making something, it just it, it connects a memory to that gift too. So it's not just something purchased; it's tied to a memory and an experience, and just makes it that much more memorable. For those that are new to town, new to the Twin Cities, um, for Minneapolis, the historic downtown districts in your area is mentioned, and of course, I want to know where are they? How many are there that are actually labeled historic? You know, I've never counted it, but, you know, usually the oldest downtowns tend to be um, when you follow the riverfront, you know, like Anoka or downtown Minneapolis, um, if you go to Hastings, Mm -hmm. St. Paul, Red Wing. I mean, if you find the rivers, those original ways of getting people uh, transported from here to there, that's where you're going to find the oldest downtowns. Like Stillwater is a great example if you don't want to go far and you live in the Twin Cities, I mean, they've got some of the best shopping anywhere in the state, I think. And it's so walkable, and they've always got lots of events and things going on. You can get antiques, you can get clothing, you know, those small-town candy stores that smell so good and you walk in the door, um, children's gifts and things. So that's a great starting point if you don't want to go far um, as a travel writer um, and someone who does a lot of day trips. I tend to want to go farther just because I itch to get out of the house, especially yeah. towards this time of year. So it's kind of a nice excuse, too, to find some of those other places within an hour or two of the Twin Cities as well. Okay, so Lisa, don't direct me to a place where I can get candy. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Don't you love the walking into those stores? And oh, it I do. And it smells so good, those copper pots and it, it, 
you know, and actually, if you go online, I mean, there are some amazing candy stores in the state that will ship. Um, I'm, I can't remember. I'm blanking out on the one up on the Iron Range that's been around forever. Cane Lakes, I think. And they're connected to the family that has Great Lakes um, Candy Kitchen up in Knife River on the North Shore. And I mean, there's just so much history behind them. And it's just fun. It's, yeah, it's fun and it's great, but it's candy. You know, <laughs> you know what about well, books and that candy. sort of thing? I mean, there are so many places that really offer great gifts. Um, on yeah. you know, especially when you look um, throughout the Twin Cities, throughout the 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 state of Minnesota, even. But here in Minneapolis, St. Paul, and so many other small um, areas as well, it's really quite remarkable what people are making and they're putting their crafts yeah. out there. And people are buying them. They're absolutely beautiful. Sometimes people say, you know, pops, popsicle sticks, you know, it's ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. I've seen some <laughs> incredible pieces, right, that have been made out of yeah. popsicle sticks. And so for me, it all, it's about touching my heart. The tenderness of yeah. that one moment you see it and you go, oh, that's special. And I'm sure you run into that quite often. Yes. And, and the other thing, too, um, that kind of fits in well with, with you know, downtowns as well. But, um, you know, if you're in the Twin Cities, the Minnesota History Center, the Walker Art Center, Minneapolis Institute of right. Arts, I mean, all those museums, mm-hmm. even county museums have incredible fun whimsical gifts and things that are locally made or you know really rich in the local history and i mean like i live in st cloud and we've got a wonderful stern's history museum up here and i mean one of the best gifts we ever got was those little fighting nuns you could put on your hands and they'd like punch each other our great aunt just loved those because she grew up taught by the nuns and she thought that was the best gift and i mean she was someone who had everything and it's like oh perfect Right. And how does this then, and when you, when you put these two together, right, those small things like you just mentioned uh, up against the big box stores, you know, all of a sudden, when we're talking about two totally different existence, right? Yep. <laughs> and, and I don't yeah. want to do, go into the box uh, stores anymore. I don't. So what yeah. do you say about that? How do, you, how do you get us to go back in? I think, you know, make a day out of it. Make it something that feels good and is enjoyable. Um, one December I went to Chaska and spent the day exploring Chaska. I mean, that's not that far of a drive. You could have a nice, fun, affordable lunch, you know, take a a grown child or a younger child. I mean, you can make it into a nice memory. It doesn't have to feel like a chore of shopping if you, you know, kind of switch your mindset a little bit that way. Um, I mean, think of all the people who go like to Duluth now. You know, they do the Bentleyville and some of those, um, you know, Christmas City of the North Parade. And, you know, it turns into more than just shopping. It's 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 like the whole holiday experience. Um, but definitely leave time to just check out those local shops. Like Duluth has Frost River, Duluth Pack, all those wonderful art galleries. You mentioned books, which that's a huge go-to for our family too. I mean, we've always loved like cookbooks and travel books. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many local authors in this state. I mean, whether you're looking for fiction um, or nonfiction, like Doug Wood has a Wild Path book out. He's the one who wrote Old Turtle and is very into nature writing. Um, Patty Wetterling and Joy Baker's Dear Jacob book um, that's been doing really well. 
and, and the bookstore owners, they know what the best local books are, and they can make stellar recommendations. They're so helpful that way. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I like just the small things at thrift stores. I was just at a thrift store not long ago, and I saw so many wonderful things I could cherish, right? Like I'm playing nice. backgammon again. I used to love that game. And, <laughs> and seriously, my honey and I, we started playing it and playing it and playing it, and I'm having a blast, you know, just reconnecting with even checkers, right? Um, yeah, and so yeah. people can go to the thrift stores and collect those sorts of things as well. Do you agree? Absolutely. Um Thrift stories, antique stories, anything that trips the nostalgia and simplifying things is fantastic. Um, have you been to Lark Toys and done their memory lane walk no. at all? No, where's that? Oh, I love it. It's Lost Art Revival. Uh, I can't remember what it stands for. I'm blanking out. I'm sorry, but it's it's Lark Toys, and it's this phenomenal, basically a mini mall that is south of Wabasha and Kellogg, and they're the ones that have that fabulous um, carousel that you can ride for like it's a dollar or three dollars and there's the otter and the bison and the goldfish and the wizard but they've got this memory lane part and it has all these glass cases just stuffed with the best toys and games from every era and it's such a hoot to go through there and just remember that or my sister had that or my best friend had that and I was always so jealous and it's just hilarious just to stand there and listen to other people walk by too and share their memories because those memories of toys and childhood are just they're great they're so much fun to listen to and you can buy a lot of the nostalgic toys too if you can't find them at um, thrift stores but that's a great place to start looking and some of them are being reissued um, but it's just it's just fun to kind of reconnect with those old memories and why a particular toy stood out to you. Yeah, of course. I remember ugly ties <laughs> and ugly socks. <laughs> Let me tell you something about ugly socks. The thing I love about them, I can tear them up, honey, and just say, I love you, but you have to go now. Because people are going <laughs> to see you in those socks because they're so warm, right? And then you yeah. feel so good in them. And then people are going, why? Why, Geraldine? Why are you doing that? Why? Yeah. <laughs> so- there's that. Anything else you would advise uh, people to really look for? Some people will go to the same store that they love every year. I like the idea of spreading out and see what else I can find. You agree? I do. Um, it's hard not to have your favorite place. I'm kind of a nature geek, so I really like state park kinds of visitor centers and those more nature-oriented stores. Um, but, you know, stick with what you love. If it's stick books, go for the bookstores. If you um, love, like, craft brews, I mean, you could put together some great gifts with just different craft brew, brews and bottles and things or gourmet sodas. I mean, it's just so many specialty shops. You can have fun no matter what you love. I agree with that, Lisa. It has been a pleasure having you join us tonight. I hope you get to join us next year as well. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I hope you have a good holiday and get to uh, 
get to be in the stores that make you feel good and not want to run out the door. And the website, I understand, is exploreminnesota.com slash article slash best holiday shopping Minnesota towns. Is that your website? <laughs> um, that's one of the articles I wrote, yes. Okay. So I've right. been writing articles for 20-some years, and I have a day, new edition of a day trips book coming out next year. So That's awesome. Congratulations. Kind of my gig. <laughs> That's your thing, man. That's your thing. Well, thank you. I look forward to actually meeting you in person. So thank you, Lisa Myers-McClintic. All right. Thank you so much for having me. All right. You take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.